Hey, it's a pretty good newser for the world. That's PG Newser, and that's what we're doing right now. That's 40 headlines, less than 20 minutes over breakfast, daily, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to, well, 1 p.m. Eastern. We have the shows going out. We have the raw feed. These are the stories that came out after we were done writing the show. By we, I mean me, of course, ABC News officials, parents of suspect among seven killed in Tennessee, from WIBW, slain player's dad says shooting shattered a lot of people. And the PG Diner breakfast is open. Dragon vs. Eagle delivers big war bucks. Arms race booming. Generals defecting. Planetismals life-giving. And more on today's PG Newser. Order up. Nan bread with butter and jam and coffee. Black. Ah, that's my order. What are you having for breakfast? It's April 30th, Tuesday. This is PG Gordy. You go and eat your breakfast. You eat. I'll talk, and I'll give you the what's what for today here on PG Newser. Well, we're going to start with our newsfire segment, because that's how we always start. Newsfire of the day. That's right. Paul Gordon. P.G. Gordy. That's me. One and the same. Takes the newsfires of the day and sets them on fire. Our top newsfire stories that uh, maybe, well, didn't quite make the show. Joe Biden kicks off 2020 campaign with Pittsburgh rally. My heart got crushed. Family vows to rebuild Hicksville Bakery after fire. And we're going to get right to our feature U.S. versus China arms race driving military spending to record levels. In 1984, Sting asked the question, do the Russians love their children too? The question was asked because of the insane hype around the greatest arms race of ever between America and the Soviet Union. Why? Why do I need to explain this to you, given the headline you've already seen? Well, it seems that the arms race of all time is going to have to take a step back to a new show, a new game, with America once again representing one side, but China stepping in to replace the Soviet Union from business standard. Global military expenditures reached its highest levels last year since the end of the Cold War, fueled by increased spending in the United States and China, the world's two biggest economies, the leading defense think tank has said on Monday. In its annual report, the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute said overall global military spending in 2018 hit $1.82 trillion, up 2.6% from the previous year, and that's the highest figure since 1988 when such data first became available as the Cold War began winding down. Our newsfire headlines. Did this whale found in Norway come to spy for Russia? Ah, the whale's GoPro. It says maybe. This is from the BBC. So a beluga whale found off Norway's coast wearing a special Russian harness was probably trained by the Russian Navy, a Norwegian expert says. Marine biologist Professor Alden Rickardson said the harness had a GoPro camera holder and a label sourcing it to St. Petersburg. A Norwegian fisherman managed to remove it from the whale. He said a Russian fellow scientist had told him that it was not the sort of kit that a Russian scientist would use. Trump teases potential investigation of Clinton-Ukraine collusion accusations from Fox News. President Donald Trump told Fox News Hannity in a wide-ranging interview Thursday night that Attorney General Bill Barr is handling 
the incredible and big new revelations that Ukrainian actors apparently leaked damaging information about then-campaign chairman Paul Manafort to help pillory Clinton's campaign. And FYR, Trump teases potential investigation of Clinton-Ukraine collusion accusation. Reuters, Democrats insist on substantial new revenue for U.S. infrastructure. Observer, PayPal invests $500 million in Uber ahead of IPO to expand payment partnership. Reuters, New York Archdiocese list 120 former clergy accused of abuse. Sponsored by pgnewser.com slash tips. That's this segment. Have a seat at the PG Diner and get daily email alerts at pgnewser.com slash diner. And we're going to get to our next segment here. And our next segment is Futuric. Headlines from the future today. SciTech and beyond at pgnewser.com slash FQ, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 3D printing Ken Lab. Chem lab spots in your body, asteroid, the game comes to life, and more on pgnewser.com slash FQ. We're going to get to our, our featured headline here, which is going to be, what if life began outside of Earth and if it wasn't an alien conspiracy? What if it was science? That's right, science. So there's these things called planetismals. They apparently are at the heart of any new planet. Well, scientists believe that these planetismals had all the ingredients necessary for the beginning of life to have happened long before Earth was even fully formed. Now the people who know science, they'll tell it to you. This is what science had to say. Life may have risen in our solar system before Earth even finished forming. Planetismals, the rocky building blocks of planets, likely had all the ingredients necessary for life as we know it way back at the dawn of the solar system, says Lindy L. Contentum, a planetary scientist at Arizona State University. Yeah. Futuric headlines. Facebook opens its private... Facebook opens privacy-protected data up to researchers. This is from Venture B. Facebook today announced the recipients of a grant that offers access to privacy-protected data. Okay. Uh, essentially, there's there's a bunch of organizations that they've named, and Facebook has magnanimously said it won't play a role in directing their findings in order to ensure the independence of the research. Yay. All right, filaments that make your hair look fat have just been discovered from Science Daily. Experts have discovered that there's a moment at which polymer and liquid state, specifically one that has been worked from polyethylene glycol, which is widely used in the industry, shows greater elasticity that instead of breaking up and forming drops, the liquid experience a stretching, which causes filaments to be formed. That's from Science Daily. And uh, AI protects drones from humans flown drones. Military and airspace electronics. Iris Automation Inc. in San Francisco is introducing Cassia Computer Vision Technology Detect and Avoid Technology to Avoid be Beyond Visual Line of Sight of un Unmanned Aerial Vehicles. Nanowires help researchers 3D print innovation, fl innovative, flexible, transparent electric currents from 3dprint.org. University of Hamburg and Desia have been fast at work developing a new form of electronics using flexible transparent circuits. The cooperation between the two organizations has yielded an interesting design using nanowires and polymers. As a result, it opens up the possibility for electronics comprising a mesh of silver nanowires of circuits, which are printable in suspension embedded in various flexible and transparent plastics. And again, that's from 3dprinter.org. 
And uh, just a cute few quick wires here. We're just going to read the headlines here. Chemists manipulate the quantum states of gold nano clusters. Squid skin inspires creation of next generation space blanket. Purifying water with graphene. Near term quantum computers have serious challenges. Perplexing new crab species sheds light on crustacean evolution. Tiny robots powered by magnetic fields could help drug delivery nanoparticles reach their targets. AI learns to paint in the styles of Van Gogh, Turner, and Vermeer. Spinning black holes sprays light speed plasma clouds into space. Sponsored by pgnewser.com slash tips. Let's go to tip your newser. Let's go to tip your newser at pgnewser.com slash tips. Headlines you may have missed. Easy to miss headlines you actually don't want to miss. The House of Saad publishes... Oh, that's wrong. Iranian Revolutionary Guard. I've read the wrong place. Iranian Revolutionary Guard General defects to U.S. It appears the Iranians lost a big fish and the United States gained a big fish in the war over. My gang is more loyal than your gang. In this case, the U.S. gang wins as one of the top generals. Apparently, in the Iranian Revolutionary Guard has decided to come on over to the Eagle. The bald eagle, that is, from Washington Beacon, a senior Iranian military official affiliated with the country's Revolutionary Guard Corps, or IRGC, has fled the Islamic Republic with a cache of secret documents said to contain information on Tehran's military plans, according to reports. Ali Nasir, a former IRGC brigade general who once held Iran's counterintelligence operations, is reported to have fled Iran and requested political asylum at a U.S. embassy in an unnamed Gulf country, according to a report carried in Iran commentary, an online news portal that publishes information about Iran's human rights abuses and illicit activities. Our headlines, our top headlines from headlines you may have missed, Sudan's military leaders agree to join councils with civilians. Uh, this situation, uh, basically the situation in Sudan uh, appears to have uh, kind of toned down a bit at least. We had some uh, reach out from the military early on saying, no, 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 we ain't going to shoot anyone. And now you have uh, the civilians and the military forming a joint council to try to come a, upon a more uh, expedited path towards uh, civilian government after the military uh, took over recently in a coup. NATO announces spring storm aimed at Russia's flank alongside, Esto alongside Estonia. NATO is sending a message to Russia. I'm sure Putin will not appreciate. And this message comes in the form of a military exercise in Estonia, the little Baltic state that was once a Soviet satellite from Defense Blog. The spring storm is a large-scale live exercise of the Estonian defense forces with participation from NATO's enhanced forward presence and other allied forces. I won't read the rest, but it's there, so go to pgnews.com and read the rest. And these are the headlines from the headlines you may have missed. ISIS head Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi appears in video after five-year absence. Mexico protests show border flow. Pro Me Mexico protests slow border flow through official diplomatic complaint. Uruguay challenges independence claim by Nagorno-Kabark. Syria asylum seekers might have hard time in Germany now. And from our wire, we have President Andres Manuel Lopez Adobador, that's the uh, Mexican president, says plan to counterfuel the theft saves Mexico $12 billion. Hundreds of migrants in Mexico board the beast heading north. Russian companies to develop new oil fields in Iraq, says Deputy Prime Minister, and Sudan braces for million-strong protester Mark. March this Sponsored by pgmerch.threadless.com. 
Get your swag at PG Newser. Uh, well, at PGMerchart.com or at PG Newser. Yeah, yeah. PGMerch.threadless.com as well. Our next segment, Lozilla. PG Gordy puts extra lols in the strange, the odd, and the weird news fires of the day at PGNewser.com slash lols. Aliens are heating up our planet. No, that was from yesterday. I'm teasing you. The real top story today? The world's largest graveyard might be Facebook, and soon the dead will outnumber the living. Now, without appearing to assume what uh, any rational person would presume should assume I could potentially presume, I could resume regarding the potential continuation of Facebook. You'll see where this is going, trust me. Let's go along with the scenario and the story I found from the Mirror UK. In that scenario, we have to assume, we have some presumption to assume, that Facebook will be around until 2070. Yeah, the story is so lulzy that I'm going to need you to go along with me on this one and run with this scenario of presumptions notwithstanding. We need to assume Facebook will certainly be here in 2070 for this lulz to even work. Are you with me, folks? Stay with me. You see, folks, in this scenario, a little thing is happening on Facebook that many of us know about, that many of us have sometimes wondered if it would one day be our fate as well to become, in point, a dead profile. Not like a figurative dead profile, a profile of a dead person. Here's the Mirror UK's deets on this thing. A new report by academics from the Oxford Internet Institute, part of the University of Oxford, set up two potential extreme scenarios. The first assumes that no new users join as of 2018. The second assumes that Facebook continues to grow by its current rate of 13% globally every year until each market market reaches saturation. Now, Now, ladies and gentlemen, I grant you that the study... Is that what the kids call this these days? This study really has to make a, a lot of far-fetched assumptions. I mean, it, it presumes a lot, don't you think? But but even if the story itself is a little bit overly cooked, so to speak, it does lead us, or, or rather it leads me, and hopefully by extension you, if I've persuaded you, and I know I have, to this opportunity to highlight the increasing fact that a significant portion of Facebook is in fact a digital graveyard, and parts of me... Parts of me, parts of me love this, and parts of me don't know if I should delete my Facebook account. Lozilla headlines in Hong Kong revealing Avengers game spoilers will get you beat up. Recently, a photo has been making the rounds online showing a bloody man that seems to have been beaten up for giving out spoilers outside the Simina. Simina. It is reported that this incident happened outside of Simina. I almost said cinema that time. I was like, nope. Sticking with Simina in Causeway Bay, Hong Kong. And this is from Asia One, although they did say cinema. They should have said Simina. All right. Kids' age is part of lottery number, but mom got it wrong. And she still wins 78K smackers. This is from UPI. A Michigan woman said she owes her $78,000 lottery jackpot to a mistake she made about her own child's age. Antoinette Owsley of Inkster was one of two people to match all numbers in the Fantasy Five drawing April 15th, earning her half of the $156,000 jackpot, $78,000. Queasy told, is it Weasley told, it looks like a Q. (laughs) Weasley told Michigan lottery officials she recognized her numbers right away when she checked the Michigan lottery app. That app comes in handy. I have no idea what it is. I'm just, they pay me. They don't pay me. 
Pot houses don't open on time. Get fined by Ontario Pot Police. This is, I don't know, kind of, kind of fits, fits a, fits a stereotype, doesn't it? I'm just gonna float that out there, y'all. Y'all drink it in or smoke it in, whatever. From CBC cannabis retailers in Ontario who have failed to open their stores by a government set deadline are facing a new round of financial penalties. In all, 11 pot retailers have been fined $12,000, $500 each for not opening their stores by April 15th. That's tax day in America. 25 retailers were selected throughout a government through a government lottery to open the first brick and mortar cannabis stores on April 1. But less than half met that deadline. Oh, oh, you guys, you kids. Wyoming man robs store applies for jobs the same day. And this is from Associated Press. Police in northern Wyoming say a man who allegedly shoplifted at the same store twice in one day also asked to fill out a job application during one of his visits. The 36-year-old man went to the sportsman's warehouse in Gillette and bought some items with a reward card, but allegedly took sunglasses and ammunition without paying for them. I mean, if you're going to go big. Police say he returned to the store a few hours later, asked to fill out the job application, and left with two more pairs of sunglasses, allegedly without paying for them. No word if he got ammo. Also, no word did he get hired. Sponsored by PGNews.com slash diner. Have a seat at the PG Dian, the PGN Diner and get daily email alerts at PGNewser.com slash diner let's get to polzilla the best oh oh who ordered the polzilla you know that's not fit for human consumption right oh yeah we know but it it, it tastes like chicken it does the best worst viral partisan news in the usa right here at pgnewser.com slash poll comes out every monday through friday 1 p.m eastern standard time or you can hear it earlier at 8 a.m on the pg newser show the Polzilla of the day is almost an, well, no. You know, I've noticed, well, I won't get into that. I'm just going to gloss over the mistakes that someone else made since I'm the only one running this operation. I think you know. I think you know it was Obama. Leftzilla. Trump claims Obama was disloyal to America as investigators close in from Politics USA. Our Polzilla of the day comes to us from Politics USA. And if you know your poly blogs, that means the Leftzilla's win again congrats lesties politics usa captures a, a rather interesting exchange donald trump had recently now and, and i'll let the left zillas tell the tale because you know i'm decent so this is politics usa speaking trump claimed in green bay that former president obama had been disloyal to america as congressional investigators are digging into his relationship with russia trump said now you finally have a president who is loyal to you Every day between now and November 2020, we are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. Remember, I used to tell you about winning. We're winning. We are respected again. And I have to say in every lead, to every leader without fail that comes to see me in the Oval Office, they all say without fail, congratulations. It's incredible what's happened to the United States. Well, I don't know why I read all of that. Okay. Them providing the quote was good and sporting of them, considering the quote doesn't sadly fully deliver on the Zilla's promise of the headline. And for the Zilla fans, this is a bit of a letdown, but the exploitations of the potential for the title, to be fully correct, leads me to give them the win today, nonetheless. All right, Zilla. 
Joe Biden exploited Charlottesville murder in his announcement video, didn't tell the family first. This is from True Pundit. My opo of the day uh, addresses a recent video Joe Biden did commemorating the events in Charlottesville, and apparently Joe Dunn flirbate the fleek or something. He, he did not get permission to use the video of Heather Heyer from her parents, as you imagine, using a video like that for a political rally. Oh, here's how True Pundit addressed the Biden boner. Joe Biden announced his entry into the 2020 Democratic primary early yesterday morning with a video heavily referencing the events in Charlottesville that happened in 2017, specifically the death of a young woman named Heather Heyer, who was killed by a white supremacist coward attempting attending the Unite the Right rally put on by Richard Spencer. He then sought to use those events as a cudgel against Donald Trump as part of the rollout of his candidacy. It's about to get rockier as the Daily Beast is reporting that Biden made that video without the, the consent of the deceased family. Joe Biden did not tell Susan Bro Heather Heyer's mother that he would be invoking her daughter's murder in Charlottesville in August 2017 in his presidential campaign launch video focusing on the battle for the soul of America. I mean, that's some good, that's some good, that's some good stuff. That's some good Zilla writing there. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Sponsored by pgnewser.com slash tips this segment. Let's go. Let's go to your newser. Let's go tip your newser at pgnewser.com slash tips. And good morning, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow at PGN Diner for breakfast at pgnewser.com. We're a pretty good newser of the world.